Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. D'Amelio, he's Trent Dozier, and welcome to the stage, a very special guest, Mr. Bryce Dozier. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce is here this weekend because he and Trent are doing, um, are going to a few wrestling events. Shinho Puro Resu. What? Japanese pro wrestling. Oh, okay. Puro Resu. Okay. As so, they say in Japan. So they're doing that, which is one of their passions. But another one of their passions, which say is the ultimate passion, which is why the ultimate passion. Bryce is talking to us on the pod today mm-hmm. is because we will be talking about MTV's The Challenge. Oh, yes. Now, I think we're going to keep the dings in. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Because I feel like we won't be saying The Challenge that much. We'll just be talking about it. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Nia from the Tournament Podcast. Usually we put dings in every time we mention MTV's The Challenge because it's Trent's favorite thing in the world, but we're in hour six of editing and I'm not doing it. Uh, okay, so uh, we're very excited. I've, I've wanted to do this for a long time and we think the time is right now because season 37 of MTV's The Challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies, just premiered last Wednesday, episode two coming up this Wednesday. Hope everybody's tuning in and watching it because it's the best show on TV and it's the uh, America's fifth major sport. So, you know, be about it if you're not about it. Do we want to just discuss briefly first impressions of the new season? Sure. Sure. Episode I one. T- I took a couple notes. I've watched it twice already. Yeah. Um, I watched it with our other younger brother, Quinn, who also loves it. And uh, just a, co- a couple of notes that really stood out to me. Uh <laughs> This might not make sense to people that don't listen to the challenge, or watch the challenge, I mean, but uh, these are hilarious things that happen. In the first challenge, they have to carry a large safe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, from point A to point B. I, know I already know say. it. And our boy Kyle. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> makes Amanda, this petite 5'3 woman, carry this giant safe, and he's like, You got it? Good, let's go! <laughs> and like, takes off. That um, was a highlight for me as well. Of oh, the so first funny. episode. And then my other highlight that I wrote down is my least favorite challenger of all time, Josh, who is also on this list and we'll be discussing, yeah. received zero time Z- Zero on the camera episode. time. Yes. Absolutely zero. Well, Not even an intro. Did they even show Josh's name when they finished? I don't remember. I don't remember. Because I don't know. we're literally halfway through the episode and there's a scene, they're all drinking at the house and it's like yes. the, the vets are gathered around and that Josh is, the, is with yeah. them. That is and the Quinn, only time Quinn I goes, oh, Josh is on the season? Yeah. I think I said that to you. Yeah. I went, oh, right, Josh is here when he's talking to Devin. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. they're all talking there. Who's like, and they're like vets versus rookies type thing. Yeah. Uh, so that was that. How, what, what was that? That was our first impressions of yeah. Episode one? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Okay, so all that being said, uh, we thought now would be the appropriate time to do which challenger in the history of the challenge is the best challenger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't know anything about the challenge, go ahead and watch all 38 seasons really quick and then listen to this pod after. Yes. Uh, so so here's, here's what's going on. Every week on the tournament podcast, 
we do a different tournament of something in pop pop culture that we like. This week, obviously, MTV's the challenge, challengers. Um, so this will be a 64-seed tournament. In the history of the challenge, before this season, there has been 338 competitors. So we had to narrow the list down from 338 to 64. Heroes work. And when Trent says we, he means Trent. <laughs> yeah. I mean me. Yes. Uh, maybe you've seen my Medium article in the past where I have a, <laughs> a, ch- a challenge stats spreadsheet. During the pandemic, I watched all 35, at the time, seasons of the challenge. And I kept stats because I like stats, and I think that's important to understand the sports side of the challenge. Um, so anyways, what I did was I used my stats spreadsheet and I basically assigned points, and I just want to say that it was an imperfect science. As it I, always is. Yeah. If, if, if I was seeding the challengers based on my preference, this is not how they would have been seeded. Oh, yeah. Um, I also think this system was flawed to a certain extent. Um, for example, who's someone who's not in it who should have probably been in it? Kellyanne. Kellyanne is not in the didn't make the list. Jemmy. Didn't make yeah, the Jimmy, list. For sure. So uh, varying degrees of points were assigned to people based off of number of seasons they had been on, number of finals they participated in, number of wins they have, uh, second place finishes, third place finishes, daily challenge wins, daily challenges participated in, elimination wins, elimination uh, eliminations they participated in, and then also I gave bonus points to people who were in top five all time in certain categories. Um, so like I said, it, it wasn't perfect. Like, you know, some people are ranked higher than they probably should be, and some people are ranked lower than they probably should be, and some people didn't make the top 64, who probably are some of the 64 best challengers of all time. But yeah. this is what we got. The main thing is to get it into the bracket, number one. And number two, I think, in the end, the people who are supposed to be there are supposed to be there, yeah. for the most part. Yeah, I think so. Okay, we'll go region by region. Um First, I'll read the matchups in the region, and then we'll discuss all of them. Each region, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, the upper left-hand side of the bracket. It is the one-seed Johnny Bananas mm-hmm. versus the 64-seed Josh Martinez. The 32-seed DM versus the 33-seed Tanya. The 17-seeded Zach Nichols versus the 48-seeded Polly. The 16-seeded Katie versus the 49-seeded Dan Setzler. The 9-seeded Kenny versus the 56-seeded Hunter. The 24-seeded Corey Wharton. He's got kids versus the 41-seeded Kyle, who now also has kid. The 25-seeded Robin versus the 40-seeded Julie. And the 8-seeded Veronica versus the 57-seeded Casey Cooper. Okay, we start where we always start when it comes to the challenge. Johnny Bananas, the number one seed versus... I know. Should okay. we even talk about him now? Or No, because he'll beat Josh. And I think Josh being in the tournament at all is a perfect example of why maybe... It's a flawed system. It's a flawed system overall. Because Josh is easily the worst person that's ever existed, I'm pretty sure. Well, Josh really got in because he has um, a good bit of daily wins, but it's like team stuff. Yeah, he's been carried. Yeah, yeah. there's no way. Has yeah. he ever made a final? No. Josh, no. He didn't win an elimination until last season. Josh sucks. Big Brother sucks. Big Brother, Big brother sucks. sucks. JB will win. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> the 32-seeded... I mean, this is this one is the most tragic matchup of the whole thing. The 32-seeded DM Brown versus the 33-seeded 
Tanya Cooley. Oh yeah. Two of two arguably the most tragic stories. figures in challenge history for different yeah, reasons. For different, clearly, but one's kind of like an uplifting tragic, and the other one is like horrible. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think um, I think DM will win, obviously. Um, and that's why Tanya's tragic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you so Tanya. I've watched one season with Tanya, mm-hmm. and it was season 10, mm-hmm. the Inferno 2. Mm-hmm. Those, the other girls on that season, it was like Veronica, Tina, are so... Mean to her. Horrid. It's Horrible. Like, like, think of people, be, girls being mean to other girls, and then make it 10 times worse. It's, yeah. they are horrible to her. Yeah. And it's, it's, it was awful to watch. I haven't watched the older seasons in a long time, but from... My recollection, it was like based off of nothing, also, right? It was it just was. like, well, it's horrible just because like, they found her annoying or like, you know, like the, some dumb stuff like that. The worst part was on frequent seasons, they would be rude to Tanya, they would also be rude to Katie, and then try and basically pit Tanya and Katie against each other yeah. for their own enjoyment. Yeah. And it worked, I mean, a lot. It's gr- like, it was gross. It's gross. It's so gross watching it's, it. It's aged poorly. Well, and some, that's not even the tragic part of Tanya's story. Right. Of course, looming over this whole bracket, all three people involved in this incident are in the bracket. The, uh, I guess, alleged sexual assault that occurred between Tanya and then Evan and, Evan and Kenny. Yeah. All that being said, DM's going to DM win. win. DM's gonna DM win. who's no longer with us. Yeah, DM passed away from cancer, but had the most, like... It's the only time I've ever been, like, emotionally touched by the challenge. <laughs> by the challenge, yeah. Um, yeah, DM had cancer, and her and CT had, like, a, a love story that blossomed over a couple seasons of the challenge, and mm-hmm. then uh, she was diagnosed with cancer and then passed away. At, not during a season, right? It was, like, after a season she passed away, I think. She right? left they in were the on, middle of a season. They were on um, X's. X's 2. X's 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zach Nichols is the Zach we're all thinking of. He's going up against Polly. And Zach and Polly Ugh. butted heads on uh, War of the Worlds 2. Um, I mean, Zach is one of the funniest people who's ever been on this. Zach is in the history so of the show. funny. Unbelievably funny. But also, like, one of the worst people that's mm-hmm. ever lived. Like, <laughs> yeah. But he's so funny and, like, charismatic yeah. that, like... I, di- I didn't hate him. I still don't hate him. Yeah. But, like, I now recognize he's not a good person, yeah. you know? He's also but, huge and incredibly yeah. athletic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former uh, Arena Football League tight end, I believe. <laughs> but um, he is just so abusive to his yeah. girlfriend, Jenna. And then also to everyone else. Yeah. Um, but it's just so entertaining. And his it's just his charisma. Like, he's yeah. just through the roof. He's very charismatic. You're right. Um, so my that, favorite, that is why he will beat Polly. My favorite Zach moment is, uh, I can't remember what season this was on, but it's a... It's a bird's eye view from like a security cam kind of of Zach talking about why men are inherently better than oh, women. Yeah. <laughs> it is so funny. And like every time Zach does some shit like that, I'm like, I love, I don't know why I love him because he absolutely sucks. <laughs> and, Dude, and like, he like, he's now he's like, he's a total like Trumper. He's posting about not being vaccinated. All Zach stuff. is? Oh, for sure. <laughs> But, like, I still love him. I know, He's, I like, the guy. best. Zach is going up against Polly, who has turned into, for all intents and purposes, a proud boy online as well. Well, Polly is basically Zach, but with no charisma and not funny. Yeah. yeah. Not cool in any way. And a yeah. short king. And a worse girlfriend. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's right, I said it. I mean, that's definitely true. Uh, so, Zach will advance. Okay, up next we have the 16th seated Katie versus the 49th seated Dan Setzler. Dan Setzler was 
someone who got in off the strength of wins in earlier seasons. But he was, even then, he's like not the most important person on any of his seasons. I don't even remember him. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Katie's a psycho bitch in a good way. She's going to go through. (laughs) We love Katie. We'll talk more about Katie when we go to the next round. Because we also, yes, we think she'll win. Um, The number nine seeded Kenny versus the 56 seeded Hunter Barfield. Hunter B. I mean, this is like, this would be such a destruction. And if it was like actually in the challenge, like Kenny would wipe the floor with Hunter. With Hunter. Yeah, I agree. So true. And I think that will be the case here as well in the voting. Yes, for sure. I hate Hunter. Hunter is the most emotionally like he's like a two-year-old emotionally yeah mm-hmm. it's so funny to watch him just implode anytime there's any sort of adversity throughout yeah. his way but i gotta i gotta give credit where credit is due to hunter for having the best sex scene on the challenge of all time <laughs> a close runner-up is leroy and Teresa. hunter and ashley lights are on in the room they are on the top bunk and he's just going for it but because they're on the top bunk, it's like a tree swaying in the breeze. It is so funny. I've never laughed harder. I mean, we're Was the, there anyone the on the bottom two. bunk when that happened? Yeah. There, so, yes, it was there was Amanda. Jemmy's just, Amanda was like, can Amanda. you stop? <laughs> so funny. The 24 seeded Corey Wharton. He's got kids versus the 41 seeded Kyle. <laughs> this is the toughest matchup of the whole. Wow, Corey this one is Kyle really is tough. Hard. What are, so it's just based on who you like. Yes, the question every week is uh, what's best, and best is completely subjective. Right. So best to you can be who is actually better at completing challenges, who's more likely to win, who do you like more as a person, who do you think is a better talking head. Yeah, yeah. And both of these guys... Both of these guys are great. Both of these guys are are absolutely legendary. Corey is both. They're both probably the best at what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would personally vote for Kyle because he makes me laugh. And I think, unfortunately for Corey, it's simply because Kyle has the funniest British accent I've ever heard. Like, I can continue. Half the stuff I can he continue. says, I would not laugh <laughs> if you were British. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that being said, Corey's doing it for his family. Uh, okay. Kyle, well, Kyle is like the voice of the fans that are watching. Because mm-hmm. every time it yes. goes to Kyle's talking head... He says, like, exactly what you're thinking about the situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, usually the way they edit the show, they don't put that stuff in. But for some reason, they just always nail it with Kyle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where, like, Kyle describing Amanda as, like, being the devil and stuff. It's just like, yeah, that's what everyone's thinking. <laughs> it's like, you're like, oh, Kyle, why would you choose Amanda as your partner? And, he, and then it goes to Kyle. He's like, I know Amanda <laughs> is the literal devil. <laughs> and yeah, it's just perfect. Good. I love Kyle. Also, dude. if you've never looked up the before and after picture of Kyle. Oh, my God. <laughs> look it up. The most dramatic transformation in challenge history. I'll put it on our Instagram. Uh, so who are we picking, Corey or Kyle? That's such a tough one. So, yeah, Kyle is, like, the voice of the people, whereas Corey is, like, Corey is so cool. Yeah. Like, the coolest person there besides TJ, but he's also so wholesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, his loyalty to his friends is really cool and stuff. But that, I don't know. It's so hard to pick. I love them both so Me, much. It seems like you disagree with Bryce's assessment. The first season of the challenge I watched was season 36. And then I went back and watched a lot more seasons. Started at season 20. Cutthroat. And, and I loved Corey. But then when I went back and watched Corey, every single season that he's on, he starts with like, 
you know that Shaq meme where he's rubbing his hands behind the tree? He literally, episode one is like, ooh, fill in the blank here, is looking good tonight. See, I, see but it's the evolution of Corey that makes you love him. Because, yeah. like, like, he started off like that, and you're like, oh, he's just a fuckboy. Like, he's just a normal, you know, player or whatever. Uh-huh. And now he's doing it for his family. But his the evolution of Corey is what made you fall in love. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I love it. I love the challenge so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, so I'm picking Kyle. I think Corey might win, though. I think I would also pick Kyle Gunn to my head, but it, that's the toughest one for me. Who do you think the fans will pick, though? I think Corey. See, I don't... Have a finger it's on the hard. of the fans. Well, yeah, because it's you guys are saying, like, not many people that listen might watch the challenge. So it's like, how would I know who they would pick out of the two if they have no, like, yeah. context, you know? Who so knows? I'll say they'll pick Kyle because Nia and I both said we'd probably pick Kyle. <laughs> Plus, like, we talk, when we all talk about the challenge, we talk about Kyle. Yeah, I mean, Kyle has just been so legendary. Kyle's only been on it for, like, three seasons, four seasons, but he's just so legendary. Seven. Wrong. Seven? It's been seven seasons already? He's been on every season since Vendetta's. And that's been seven seasons? This is his seventh season. You know what I love about the challenge? They they do, like, four seasons a year. So, like, you know how usually, like, sports seasons, you're like, oh, that was 2020 season, that was the 2021 season. Yeah. But in the challenge, it's like... I think it's eight. closer to two and a half. It's been 18 seasons this year. Cam and Leroy were my friends. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Stab me in the back. <laughs> uh, okay, next matchup, the 25-seated Robin versus the 40-seated Julie, two veterans of the older days. Is Julie the Christian? Yeah. Okay, then I do know who she is. Yeah. And then Robin is more iconic than Julie, I think, just because she kind of bled into the, like, her last season, I think, was Rivals 2. Or um, exes with Mark. Oh, she's Mark's ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Robin. Mm-hmm. I like Robin. I'm Was Robin, Robin part of the Mean Girl crew, though? I always kind of associate no. her with it, but she wasn't really... No, the mean, girl crew, the mean Girl crew was really Rachel, Veronica, Tina, and Coral. peripherally Anissa. And Coral. Yeah. Yeah, but Coral also hated Coral. those girls. Yeah, that's true. Coral kind of hated everybody. Coral was her own Mean Girl, yeah. Uh, okay, the next matchup, the number eight seeded Veronica, previously mentioned, Ugh. versus the 57 seeded Casey Cooper, debuted on Fresh Meat, partners with Wes. She lasted through, I think The Ruins was her last season. I think Veronica's going to win this. Well, Veronica's legendary in the context of the challenge. Mm-hmm. Not not for being a good person. She's legendary for like being the mean girl Yeah, and almost dying. Right. Well, Casey, interestingly enough, has... Uh, the record for most challenges or most eliminations won in a season. And it was the season where her and Wes were paired up. Fresh meat, obviously. That was her debut season. That was her debut season. Wes's debut season as well. Um, Every subsequent elimination, Casey has lost. She's bad at the challenge, but she was funny and good TV and like, you know. Yeah. I I always remember her as just like, she kind of just put her head down and like did the challenges like she was a good Mm. competitor. Mm -hmm. She wasn't. No. <laughs> Veronica's going to win. Yeah. Okay, so going back up, that gives us Veronica versus Robin. Veronica will win. I think so, too. Probably, yeah. And then uh, here's another huge matchup for our boy, our, our, our boy Kyle versus Kenny. Look, I would love for Kyle to move on in the tournament, but there, uh, Kenny is the best. Like, there's no way anyone's getting by Kenny. Yeah. If you're voting based on... Actually, Kenny was also the original. Kenny is Kyle before Kyle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay, so um, then we have Katie Doyle versus Zach. Uh, 
Zach. I think Zach, too. I think Zach will win. Because they're both great TV, but Zach's a better competitor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, honestly, we could be primed for an upset here. I don't think Diem is going to beat Johnny Bananas. Diem versus Johnny Bananas. No way. Absolutely not. Johnny's winning. Johnny's winning. Why do you think Johnny transcends the challenge? And what I mean by that is people who don't even know what the challenge is know who Johnny Bananas is. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yes. That's all. <laughs> you, think, just, you think she'll upset him because of, out of, like, pity? No, not pity. Out of one, a combination of one, a hatred for bananas by people, dislike him. And but two, who hates bananas anymore? Him. Like, I don't know. I mean, he absolutely betrayed me when he betrayed Sarah. <laughs> and I'll never forgive him for that. I mean. But I would vote for him in this because I do think. I would have done the same thing bananas did in that season. Are you kidding me? It was a million dollars. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too. DM was actually bad at the challenge. Yeah. She made one final. Her elimination record was... She was like 5'1", 105 pounds. Like... Well, yeah, but, I mean, compared to the other female she was going against, that was... Who were all bigger than 5'1", 105 pounds. <laughs> um, her elimination record was abysmal as well. One and five. <laughs> That's dumb. And she was so nice. Like, she, yeah, there was no like, aggressive, like... like too nice. Yeah. This is a cutthroat game that they're playing there. Bananas is going to win. And DM was too nice for it. And just like this tourney podcast, Bananas is going to beat her. She so, doesn't have what it takes. So then is it Bananas versus Zach? Yeah, this uh, this final four of this region is a hot one. Bananas, Zach, Bananas Kenny, versus Zach Veronica. and Kenny versus Veronica. <laughs> wow. I think Kenny's beating Veronica. Horrible person versus horrible person because... versus horrible person versus <laughs> horrible person. <laughs> Truly. I think Kenny is beating Veronica because... Veronica's wins were like team wins. Yeah. yeah. And Kenny's were too, but he was a better But he was also the best on that team. Like yeah. that was his... Yeah. I think it's I think we're headed toward Kenny versus Bananas yeah. and then Bananas will beat Kenny. So, in my Medium article, <laughs> I made the case this and this was pre-CT winning again. So now yeah. I think I would adjust this maybe, but at the time I made the case that Bananas and Kenny were statistically the two best of all time. And it was a question of uh, basically Kenny being the MJ of the challenge, Michael Jordan, and Johnny being the LeBron. In the sense that they're both great at what they do. Kenny was like an explosion for, you know, this finite amount of time. And then he was off the show forever. Mm -hmm. Bananas has... Like, he has records and things just because he's been around the longest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And LeBron will play more minutes than anybody and, you know, accrue all these things just for sheer, you know, yeah. numbers. So then, the you know, the question is, who, who wh- what do you value more? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Kenny made bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so while I feel like people might vote for bananas just because he's the more recognizable name... In my eyes, Kenny is the ultimate of the challenge. Okay, so we're picking bananas over Kenny? I'm picking Kenny. I'm picking bananas. We could pick different. I know. I'll say bananas. Only because if I had to pull one of them into a challenge today, right now, it would it would be bananas. I mean this this side of the bracket is unfair because it should the final should end up being Kenny versus bananas. But the way Mm. this is another flaw in your system is Kenny and bananas should be one and two. Head head to head in the first. 
Well, I think a case can be made for someone else on the other side of the bracket, but we'll get there soon. First, we move to the left side, bottom half of the bracket. The matchups are the four-seeded West versus the 61-seeded Tori Deal, 29-seeded Landon versus the 36-seeded Rachel Robinson, the 20-seeded Jordan versus the 45-seeded Jen G, which her last name is like Gravalja, Gravalja, something like that. There was another Jen at one point, so tough. Uh, the 13-seeded Paula versus the 52-seeded Jody. 12-seeded Abram versus the 53-seeded Teresa. The 21-seeded Coral versus the 44-seeded Jamie Murray. The 28-seeded Susie versus the 37-seeded Ashley Millionaire Mitchell. And the number 5-seeded Anissa versus the number 60-seeded Adam King. Okay, we got Wes versus Tori to start things off. Wes versus Tori. Um... Well, I love Tori and I hate Wes, but I think Wes will win. It's pretty obvious. Wes is better. Wes... So, as I said, Kenny and Bananas are clearly the top two, and I think the next two are clearly CT and Wes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As far as just, like, legendary status on the challenge, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I would say the biggest difference is, uh, it just feels like Wes should have won more. He's, yeah. He's only won twice. Wes, also probably the most prolific elimination competitor of all time. Uh, actually, it might be Laurel. Lost to Devin in <laughs> last season, so yeah. let's remake uh, that. <laughs> okay, the twenty nine seated He's older. He's older. Twenty nine seated Landon versus the thirty six seated oh, Rachel Robinson. First off, I'll say Rachel reminds me a lot of Tori in that I think they're overrated just because they're good athletes. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because Landon's an absolute beast. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen Landon on more challenges. Me too. Landon only did four seasons. He won three of them, mm -hmm. and the one that he didn't win, he lost the elimination. The last elimination. Mm. The old uh, Anissa elimination. <laughs> Losing the one yeah. before the final. I feel like Landon, the reason he's not on more seasons is because he's like a normal person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was probably like, I'm just surrounded by constant toxic people. Absolutely. I gotta get out of here Absolutely. type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of toxic people, Jordan Wisely versus Jen. Uh, I love Jen. I know Bryce also loves Jen. I think there's no I've way... I've been in love with Jen <laughs> for so many years. I think there's no way Jordan loses this matchup, though. I think Jordan's for sure going to win this. Yeah, Jordan, also impressive. Uh, three wins out of four finals in six seasons. Jordan's only two elimination losses are to Johnny Bananas in the one where you had to climb up the wall by punching a hole in the wall, and Jordan has one, one hand. hand. And the other was a pole wrestle versus Fessy, which Jordan lost because Jordan has... One hand. One hand. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I'm sick of him using that as an excuse because he's won a bunch of other eliminations yeah. where it was like having one hand should definitely be a detriment. Like, Do you remember the one where he had the hammer? Where they had to hammer in the nails? I'll tell you A this. giant sledgehammer? He's had two different hammer eliminations that he's won against Zach and Theo Campbell, who are two yeah. of the physically biggest guys. Yeah. And are... Super tall, so have like ultimate leverage hammer wise. Yeah. Uh, he's such a douche, though. It is kind of <laughs> it is kind of funny when he's like, "Oh, we got one hand," <laughs> and everyone's like, "Well." Uh, the next matchup is Paula versus Jody. Ah, uh, Queen Paula. A battle of two two time winners. Jody um, was only on three seasons. Really, she won uh, season eleven and season thirteen. Wow! So she won the duel with Wes. And she was also on a winning team in, like, Gauntlet, too. But she was good, and I I actually, I heard rumor, but I tell, that she might be on All-Stars All -Stars. Season 2, so. Mm. Yeah, but Paula's 
pretty legendary. Yeah, Paula's longevity legendary. as far as the challenge goes. Also, both of Paula's wins are absolutely legendary because she rode coattails for both of them. Ev's in the first and Emily Schramm's in the second. Yeah. And she was upfront about it from day one. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was her whole storyline through all the seasons. Was It was like, well, I'm not good enough to do anything. <laughs> So I'm just never gonna win. And then she kept, she got screwed over. Was it the island where she got the absolutely island. screwed over? And she was just like, I'm never gonna win. And then she was like, Look, pair me up with the two beefiest broads you can find, who I hate, who are literally my rivals. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, let them carry me to a final, and they did. They honestly, I, their hatred for each other fueled yes both Ev and um, Emily to victory. I yes, think. we think Paula advances here. I also think this next one's a pretty easy pick. The 12 seated Abram versus the 53 seated <gasps> Teresa. I love Abram. I love him. Abram is a psychopath. Psychopath. The two things I think of when I think about Abram <laughs> are in Cutthroat, when he's yelling at the team what to do. You know your job! Now you go out and you do it! And season 27, Battle of the Bloodlines, when his brother Mike is in elimination, and Abram's punching himself in the face, and oh. he gets a bloody nose. He's just like, come on, Mike! You want to win this? They don't want this as much as you! Okay, I was wrong. I didn't know what you were going to say. I will also add honorable mention, season 27, Battle of the Bloodlines, Abram calling Johnny Bananas John, John the whole the season. Whole time. <laughs> Teresa, tough draw. Yeah, I do. You know, people on the challenge all seem to hate Teresa. I've always liked Teresa, I thought. Yeah. She is kind of shady. Like her, but I don't think she's trying to be shady. I just think she's just not. Well, Teresa's also one of those strategists, you know? Mm -hmm. She also balls the fuck out. Have you ever seen her play one on one? She plays one on one against some guy on some season and just destroys him. Mm -hmm. Like, she's crossing him up, hits like a fadeaway. Like, she's she's a good ball player. So, (laughs) she is also um, overrated. Her elimination record is two and seven, and she's only been to one final. Yeah, Abram is the clear choice here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Up next, we have the twenty-one seated Coral versus the forty-four seated Jamie Murray. Now, Jamie, uh, someone you probably don't remember, Jamie was on three seasons early, and he won all three seasons. Wow. He's one of the rare people who is straight up undefeated. Who's he going against? Coral. Yeah, I mean Coral is absolute legend. The queen. The queen of the women. So we'll talk more about Coral in the next round then. <clears throat> okay, the next matchup. 28-seeded Susie, one of the most underrated women of all time, versus the 37-seeded millionaire Mitchell, Ashley M. Oh, I love me some Ashley. So She's messy. These are like, these girls seem like the different sides of the same coin. Like you have the fucking crazy, <laughs> absolute nutcase Ashley. Mm-hmm. And then Susie who seems very well-adjusted and well-put-together, but she knows exactly what she's doing in the challenge. You know what I mean? Susie, four seasons, three finals, two wins, unbeaten in elimination, 4-0. Wow. Including three wins on season 18, which was the Ruins, and she was the only woman left standing on the champions team that ended up winning the whole thing. It was champs versus challengers or something like Mm. that. Yeah. This is a tough one. I don't know Susie. I would pick Ashley, but that's only because I know Ashley. But also, I love Ashley. She She's crazy because she has a lot of big emotions. That girl's got heart. They always say that about yeah. her. Even though she's crazy, I love her. And, you know, she's a fighter. 
I'll give me Ashley. I also think recency bias. Yeah. Um, and she's just great fucking TV. Okay, the final matchup of the lower left side uh, region of the bracket in the opening round. The number five seeded Anissa versus the sixty seeded Adam King. Uh, Adam, Adam King. Partner, Adam was right? CT's partner. Here's what it is. Adam should win this. No, Bryce. Come I on. hate Anissa round so one, much. Bryce. I hate Anissa so much. Adam took a punch to the face from yeah, CT. That's right. He deserves to win this. <laughs> I'm going Anissa. Here's some stats. Adam, six seasons. How many finals do you think he was in? Zero. One. One final. Finished second place on season 15. Elimination record of two and three. Daily challenges, he won 19 of 36. That's 53%. That is one of the highest of all time. Anissa, 15 seasons. How many finals do you think she's been in? Oh, no. One. Two. 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 She finished second place and third place on seasons 11 and 17, respectively. Her daily challenge record, no. a 17% winning percentage. Oh. She has won 24 of 139 daily challenges. So she's not really great to have on your team. Nope. And she's won 11 eliminations. She's also lost 11 eliminations. I know, they call her, like, the elimination queen, and she just is not. She just is not. She's awful. She's annoying as fuck. (laughs) She's, like, super shady to everyone. She acts like, oh, I'm friends with everyone, and me and everyone are all on the same page. But then, inevitably, once a season, she does something, and then one of her friends is like, Anissa, what are you doing? And she's like, what? Don't come at me. I'm Anissa. It's never Anissa's fault. It's never Anissa's fault. It's, and then she yeah, inevitably gets eliminated right before the finals. Hilarious. And it's always hilarious. She's like, I just can never do it. She always comes in in terrible shape. And it's like, Anissa, you know and then what is about to go down her here. Her whole thing for the last five or ten years has been just give me a chance to run the final. And then in All-Star, she made the final she and finished last. last. Yeah. Came in last. Anissa versus Adam. I don't think either of them is going to beat Ashley in the oh, next I round. Agree. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Great. Uh, okay, here's an interesting matchup. <laughs> Coral and Doesn't Abe. Matter. Coral versus Abe. Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. I think Coral will probably win just because mm. she is so legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, but Abram is awesome. I love Abram. Yeah, Abram's I hope he also wins. legendary. They're both legends. I'm both picking legendary. Abe. I think either of them would beat Ashley. I agree. I'm, I'm taking Abe over Ashley. I think Abe I'd all take, the way. Abe's I, think, I think I would take Coral <laughs> over Ashley, too. Okay, so up top here we've got Jordan versus Paula. Paula, come on. Come on. Jordan Here's... cannot be Paula. Come on. Jordan is the better competitor, and Jordan is, I hate to say it, more entertaining. No. No. Yeah, because he's entertaining a... in a very different way. Yeah, but exactly. He's a dickhead, so he gets in fights. Yeah. Camilla. Paula cries all the time. You, JB, is a potster. Or, Camilla. Paula is a potster. Every time. She's been around Camilla. Like, every time Camilla had a meltdown or anybody else had a meltdown, Paula's in the corner. Or, like, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy I, in the corner. Like. I don't think I would put Jimmy in the corner. Paula was the one who was trying to wrangle Camilla after her original Camilla, Camilla and breakdown. meltdown. Yeah, Camilla, uh, Paula's more of a wrangler, I would say. Pa- like, the Paula versus Jordan matchup, to me, is, like, Jordan ain't shit compared to Paula. I am taking Paula. You guys can take Jordan. I'm taking Jordan. I'll take Jordan. They're so different. It's almost like they're incomparable. Like yeah, they're like they not. They're like different. not even close to the same person. Yeah. Like they don't serve the same purpose on the Paul show. A good I person, agree. Jordan. Bad person. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Paul speaking of two hands. Speaking of good person. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of good person versus bad person. This 
is the most fascinating matchup we've had so far, I think. Wes versus Landon. Wow. 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 If you're talking about longevity for the show, if you're talking about being a great fucking talking head on the show, Wes, all day. Mm -hmm. But as I've said, Landon... You're talking about just putting your head down and getting down to business? It's Landon. Landon has won three of four... I think I gotta go west, though. If you're talking about bad haircuts, it's a tie. (laughs) It's an absolute tie. I gotta go west, though. Yeah, I'm picking west, too. He's just too legendary. Yeah. Are you taking west over Jordan or Paula? I know I just absolutely fought for Paula, but I will be taking west West over Paula. (laughs) And that gives us west versus Abram or west versus Coral? (gasps) No! Oh, my God. Okay, I'll take west over Abe, but just know that I love Abe. I think west beats either of them. But that's West versus Coral is a really tough one. Mm-hmm. That's like a generational like. Yes. Coral was like the beginning, and then West was kind of like the middle. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh huh. That's a tough one, but. Do I think what I would... you came here to. T- <laughs> <laughs> I think I would take West. I'll also take West. Uh, okay, so that we'll circle back to this, but that gives us a final four matchup on the left side of the bracket of. West versus Bananas. Oh, yeah. But first, we'll move to the right side of the bracket. Which is what it should be, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think Bananas, if all goes according to plan, his final matchups will be versus Kenny, versus West versus CT. Yeah. So he's going to have to work for it. We'll see. We'll see. T, uh, the upper half of the right side of the bracket, the matchups are the two-seated CT versus the 63-seated Dan Renzi. They actually went head-to-head in an elimination one time. The 31-seated Shane Landrum versus the 34-seated Killa Cam. Uh, Queen Cam. Queen Cam. 18-seated Laurel versus the 47-seated Jillian. 15-seated Camilla versus the 50-seated Big Easy. They actually went head-to-head in an elimination one time, but they were on the same team yelling at each other. Uh, the tenth... <laughs> I was going to say, they go head-to-head in anything. In life. The, the 10-seated Leroy, a.k.a. Roy Lee, that's him, versus the 55-seated Holly Shand. The 23-seated Ev versus the 42-seated Timmy. In an incredible matchup of real-life famous people, the 26-seated Mike the Miz Mizanin versus the 39-seated Theo Vaughn. And the 7-seated Brad versus the 58-seated Emily Schramm. Okay, let's start by talking about how much you specifically, Nia, and I think all of us collectively, love Dan Renzi. Oh, I... And it's a shame that he's going up against CT because Dan's out. I agree. The first, I think I said earlier that the first season I watched was um, last season, Double Agents, but the the first season I watched was Inferno 2 when it came on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, It, uh, Dan is like so funny, okay? And then uh, Inferno 2 was his last season. He also was in several eliminations that he like in that season. Miracle one, mm. and and which he also knew. Yeah, and he it, eventually lost to Landon, <laughs> who has everyone lost, did, who has only lost <laughs> one lost elimination ever. He, I love him. He is he is now a nurse. Yeah, um, and has been working very hard during the pandemic. <laughs> and when they put Inferno two on Netflix, he basically like tweeted or wrote some Instagram post that was like whoa, this was, like, a very different part of my life. Yeah. Like, I kind of forgot that it even happened. People keep sending me pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. Um, but I really love Dan, and uh, it's a shame that he's got to go against my goat, my love. Yeah. Chris. I will also say he and CT did not go head-to-head in elimination. I was thinking of a different elimination. Tyler. I think it was against Shane. Oh. 
What they is had, your, they what, had to... what is your purpose? If you're getting shit like that wrong, like... <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, yeah, CT will move on. We'll talk about CT a little bit later. Uh, the next matchup is the aforementioned Shane Shane Landrum <laughs> of the Lavender Ladies versus the Queen, the Killer, Killer Cam. First of all, Cam's gonna win, and I hope I hope she wins, and that she should win. Yes. But I Trent and I say to each other oh, three times a week, I wish Shane would come back to the challenge because he is so funny. And bad he, at the challenge. Bad at the challenge, <laughs> and he's a little shitster. He yeah. is. Oh my Shane, god. Shane is super entertaining, but I hate his guts. Oh yeah. yeah. I hate his guts. I think that's fair. He's an he's idiot. He's the worst. He's such an idiot, and he just like randomly is mean to people like out of nowhere, and you're like, Jesus, Shane. Yeah. Cam is like very similar to Corey, I think. Where yep, I know exactly her, her, what you're gonna say. Her arc has like won me over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like when she started, and her, even on Are You the One, where she came from, it, like she was so annoying. Yeah. She was so annoying. <laughs> And then, like, probably her first maybe two seasons on the challenge, I was like, I hate her. She's so annoying. But then she, you can't help but love her over time. Like, yeah. she just wins you over. Like, she, she does what she sh- says she's going to do. Oh, I mean, everything she's, like, you can tell there's no filter on her. She's yeah. just, like, exactly what she's thinking. Um, like, that part of her brain doesn't exist that, like, thinks things over before you say them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She just says whatever she's thinking. And uh, she has won me over, so I will vote for yeah. Cam. Uh, okay, up next, this also is evidence that I don't think the uh, methodology of seeding was perfect. Laurel is the 18 seed, and she's a top she 10 or all like time six. in my mind. Yeah. Uh, but it's the I 18 mean, seed she's Laurel. Like, I think her and Ev are probably the most dominant women that have ever been on it. Well, I can tell you statistically if that's true or not. And quite frankly, Kara is. Emily Schramm is. Oh, oh Emily Schramm also. Yeah, yeah, Emily yeah. Schramm also. That makes sense. Uh, I just mean like physically imposing. Yes, agreed. She How tall is she? Like 6'1"? At least. She's huge. I don't know. She's mean. So I mean, mean. Ooh. Like aggressively mean. Yeah. She's like meaner than Veronica because she, she has no emotion. <laughs> oh, she yeah. is like ice cold. Well, her only mean. emotion is rage. That's yeah. her only emotion. Yes. She's also mellowed out over time. Her opponent in this, I just want to briefly talk about Jillian, who was on three seasons, and she uh, went to the finals in two of them and has a 5-1 and one elimination record and one win. She, statistically, is great. Really strong up there, but she just was... Her seasons were 11, 15, and 19, so they were all spread out. Mm. So she wasn't, like, sticking in the minds, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was good. It's just a, a tough draw here for her. She's nothing compared to Laurel. Well, she's a nobody. Yes, you're right. The next matchup is Camilla versus Big Easy. Please, the funniest matchup. Easily the funniest matchup. Great, great matchup. Big Easy, a good person, a horrible competitor. Yeah. Camilla, an incredible competitor, worst person. Horrible person. Of One maybe of the worst people that's people. ever lived, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if you mean the Leroy, you're done. <laughs> yeah, dude. Roy Lee is the best. Sure, be mean to Eric. That's fine. She but called, don't be mean She to called him a dinger to his face, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's take it easy. So, yeah, she sucks. She should beat Eric. She, yeah, she should <laughs> and she will, unfortunately, in terms of challenges. But... Yeah, I mean, you know, she is legendary in the yeah. context of the challenge. Like, yeah. that's undeniable, uh, regardless of her being such a shitty person. But also, Big Easy is legendary. Yeah. Ball game. Ball game. Ball game. Also, he, First... he, he was the closest to dying. Besides Veronica <laughs> yeah. in a challenge. Yeah. Well, in the final. Besides Wes in the final? No. No, Wes was just a real severe cramp. Yeah. Easy was dying. Besides Zach to in quote, his final? To quote Brad Fiorenza on that final, 
I looked into this man's eyes. <laughs> okay, so who are, uh, we took Camilla, unfortunately, yeah. right? Okay. Next matchup, Leroy versus Holly Shand. Obviously, we're taking Leroy. Holly was on seasons three, five, and eight. I don't uh, remember. So her. very early stuff. See ya. Uh, anyways, Leroy's going to win that. We'll talk more about Leroy in a second. Uh, Leroy will face the winner of the 23-seeded Ev versus the 42-seeded Timmy. Talk about a pre-TJ legend. Timmy Beggy, baby. I think the most legendary pre-TJ moment on the challenge is when T- is when Timmy loses uh, his elimination and then, does, and then does a retirement speech. He His he, retirement speech made me cry. It was the original retirement on the challenge, pre-Mark Long retiring multiple times. Uh, and he beats Abram in the challenge, in that elimination. Then they look at the tape, and Timmy basically did something illegal on accident. So Abram won by default. Yeah. And Timmy retired right there on the spot. Yeah. And Dave Mira was like, thank you, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Dave Mira. I love Timmy, but Ev is Ev. a beast. Ev yeah. is a beast. Absolute beast. Uh, so we, we're taking Ev. Yep. Uh, okay. Here's a wild matchup. Professional wrestler Mike the Miz Mizanin versus professional stand-up comedian and podcaster Theo Vaughn. I mean, this is why I'm here. Yeah. This is why I'm here. The best... I think the thing that reignited me wanting to watch every season of the challenge was if you go online and you just look for the Miz versus Theo, like, supercut of them at each other's throats from old challenges. So funny. And then there's one where they're wrestling each other with their partners tied to their backs. Yes. And Holly Breston, who was Theo's partner at the time, is just absolutely freaking out. So that that is such a difficult matchup. Because, like, Theo... Theo is wild. Just in, like, in my brain. Because it's, like... Obviously, I knew him from the challenge uh, as when I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. And then to hear that he was, like, a successful comedian, mm-hmm. I was like... It's not like no one could come from that world and be successful. I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Trent and I went to the comedy store. I don't know, like four years ago mm-hmm. at this point. And Theo was on the lineup, and we watched Theo. And I was just like, I mean, he's easily the best comedian of everyone here that, yeah. that we're watching right now. And so it's ever since then I've just been such a massive Theo comedy fan. And now it's weird because, like, before, my whole, like, brain was like, I mean, he's from The Challenge. Now it's like, well, he's, like, the stand-up comedian and podcaster, mm-hmm. Theo Vaughn, yeah. who I just happen to know from The Challenge. It's, it's like a wild... It's mm-hmm. a, it's the same with The Miz in wrestling. Thing in my brain, yeah, yeah. At first it was like, this is the guy from The Challenge. Yeah. And now you think of him as a wrestler before you think of him as a challenger. Yeah. Miz, Miz did five seasons. Uh, Theo did four seasons. Miz was in four finals... And won two of them. Theo was in three finals and won two of them. Theo won 24 of 54 daily challenges. Miz won 24 of 61 daily challenges. Theo was never on a season with eliminations until Fresh Meat. And he lost the only elimination he ever did. Uh, Miz was 2-0 in eliminations. I'm taking Miz. I think in the context of the challenge, you gotta take Miz. <clears throat> Brad, the 7 seed, versus Emily Schramm, the 58 seed. This is the upset here. This is the upset. This is the upset upset. right here. I think Emily definitely, I think Emily will win, but you've got to give it to Brad. Like Corey, Brad's just doing it for his kids. Yeah. In the later, in the later season. Um, Emily Schramm, three seasons, three finals, (laughs) three finals, uh, one win, which was with Paula, five and oh in eliminations. She's like a 
a successful like fitness influencer yeah. at this point. She is. Yeah, she's got her own gym. I remember yeah, like she's jacked. Yeah, she's huge. Brad, six and six in eliminations, a little overrated. Look, Brad post Tory is such a disaster. A shell of a man. You're right. Such a disaster <laughs> that like, uh, who did he he hooked up Brittany. with? Oh my god, dude, when Brittany. he hooked up with Brittany, I was like, what are you doing, Brad? Brad's. Brad's eyes, the biggest eyes I've ever seen. Brad being like, you know, my baby's in the redemption house. <laughs> I looked into this man's eyes. I looked into I my mean, own eyes through my own eyes. Yeah, talk about looking into someone's eyes. Brad's eyes are crazy. Uh, okay, so that gives us Emily versus The Miz. Oh, come on. And I hate to say it, but I think it's got to be The Miz. I think so, I think too. it's got to be The Miz. I think it has to be The Miz. Uh, Leroy versus Ev. Now, this is, this is a question of what do you value more? Actual wins... Or, or Leroy. Or Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go Leroy. I am going Leroy. In that case, well. Leroy. <laughs> I'm picking Leroy too. And that gives us Leroy versus the Miz. Roy you know Lee. how I said That's the top me. four are Bananas, Kenny, Wes, and CT? Yeah. You know? To me, Leroy is the clear number five. Like, I love Leroy so much. Mm-hmm. Leroy is just like, he was on Real World Vegas mm-hmm. with Nani and, uh, what was that guy's name? Adam? Adam Royer. Yeah, that guy was a disaster. Um, Leroy is like he was like a garbage man when he mm-hmm. went on to the real world and stuff, mm-hmm. and just you just see him grow over the years, and then you know all the way up to his retirement season, and I loved in the retirement season how he kept saying like this is my last year, you know, yes. this is my last year, and then like you realize at the end of the season that he's only ever said that like in Talking Heads, mm-hmm. like you don't realize till the end of the that season that knows. no one else on the show knows it's yeah. his last year but Killer Cam. I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. what it is. Another reason why Killa Cam won me over, she started dating Leroy. Yeah. That's a great way to get you on my side. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then, The Miz and Leroy. What's your pick? Holy shit, that's Leroy. hard. Leroy. I think Leroy has made his mark enough on the challenge to overtake Miz, even though Miz has been more Personally, successful. I would, in my heart, I'm like, I love Leroy the most. But, like, you have to think about Miz in the context of the challenge. If you were to go back in time and in like 2005 or six or whatever, when he was on the challenges and stuff, it's like he made that as successful as it was, you mm-hmm. know, like while I love Leroy, I don't think Leroy is the reason that the challenge, you know, obviously like bananas has been the reason it's been successful, like modern era. So I think you got to go Miz, but I love Leroy. I'm, t- I'm still taking Leroy. But, but that's the beauty no, of this. That was a it's great a subje- argument. The beauty of it is, is a, it's a subjective. Okay. Vote, let me, so. let me ask you this then. If it's Miz versus Ev, do you think Ev beats Miz, or do you no. have the no. same no. arguments? No, I think, no. I think no. Miz is winning. Miz okay. is winning. Uh, top half of the bracket, or of the region, we ha- we now have Laurel versus Camilla. Oh, Ooh, God. that's an interesting one. Who actually have gone head-to-head thrice yeah. in elimination. And Camilla beat Laurel at her first yes. elimination loss. Laurel was 9-0 and in eliminations, including... Two wins over Camilla. Nine and zero in eliminations is ridiculous. Nine and zero to sh- nine straight is the most anyone's ever done, and nine straight out of the gate is the longest anybody's. Done. I think it was West- she beat her in one of the jungle, the rope jungle gym eliminations. Yeah, oh, where you have to make the free yeah. agents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. see that that's the beauty of the challenge. They throw in these eliminations every once in a while. It's like any either of you could. Jay could beat CT in this, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of CT, CT's matchup here is versus Killa Cam. 
Oh, That's I tough. love both. Look, I mean, obviously CT. Down but... goes the queen. Look, we knew everyone in this region was going to fall to CT at some point. I love Killicam, but I it's love CT. I So that gives us the matchup uh, to see who faces the Miz of CT versus Laurel, who briefly had a fling on With one of the CT. seasons. Yeah. Imagine the aggressive fucking <laughs> athletic babies that they would have made. Yeah. Like, those babies would have come out of the womb like, Hey, fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Just angry all the I time. I mean, they are literally the same height. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And CT, and as Bryce said, is six <laughs> nine, seven hundred pounds of pure muscle, pure muscle, no yeah. fat, until the later seasons. But he looks really slim in this season. He's I bad. said too. He, he's gonna win. This is the best he's ever looked in his life. He's right gonna win now. He's in the prime of his life. He just won like three challenges being fat. You know, mm-hmm. he's gonna win this one. I've never s- called him Chris until this week. Because of what he looked like in the first episode. Chris. <laughs> so we're we're taking CT over Laurel? Yeah, yes. for sure. Okay, so that gives us CT versus The Miz. CT, 19 seasons. Nine finals. He's won four of them. Finished in second place in four of them. Finished in third place once. Dirty 30. Daily challenge win percentage. 51 of 150. That's 34%. That's average. Mm. And it's dropped over the years. But early seasons, if you were on CT's team, you were winning mm-hmm. the yeah. daily. Um, here's the most shocking thing about CT, I would say. His elimination record is six and five. Mm. He's not one of the best elimination challengers of all time. I feel like he, you know, used to be an asshole. I get it. But he's had such a journey, such an arc. And I feel like now he's like old reliable in a way that he's showing up to every season and he's CT, you know? Yeah. I feel like he hasn't. His Instagram handle is literally famous for nothing. He knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I just love him. Yeah, and I think that's his evolution is he's be, just become more self-aware yeah. mm-hmm. as it's gone on. So, like, whereas before his role, like, in the show was the bad guy bully, mm-hmm. you know, who just get drunk and, like, start fights and stuff. Mm-hmm. To now, he's just kind of like, he's just like the old guy that has seen and done everything. And you can just see him, like... Just sitting back and mm-hmm. like, like while while that deliberation was happening in the last episode, yeah. and everyone was like, Emmy was like, drop the mic or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can just see T just laughing at, he's just like sitting there laughing at everyone. Yeah. Like he just loves it now. He just sits there and loves it. So all that is to say, Miz, you had a good run. CT's in the final four. Yeah. Let's see his opponent. The bottom right side of the bracket. The matchups are the three seated Car Maria versus the sixty two seated D in a matchup of absolute pieces of shit. <laughs> the thirty seated Alton versus the thirty five seated Jenna. The nineteen seated Evan versus the forty six seated Tina. The fourteen seated Nani versus the fifty one seated Tony. The eleven seated Darrell versus the fifty four seated Kara Zavaleta. The twenty two seated Sarah Rice versus the forty three seated Cyrus. Twenty seven seated Mark Long versus the thirty eight seated Nelly T. Nelson Thomas. And the six-seeded Derek Kaczynski versus the 59-seeded Beth. Uh, Car Maria and D. Obviously, Car is going to win. D really effed herself. Um, she was on track to become the new face of the franchise. She really was before her ill-advised tweets uh, in the middle of Black Lives Matter <laughs> last year. Oh, um, so you know what? Fucking see a D, and we'll talk about how Cars evolved to a shitty person also in a second. Uh, here's a tough matchup: Alton versus Jenna. Not tough for me. I love Jenna more than I can even put into words. She's a badass. If you don't think so, you can go home. I also love Jenna. Alton, though, is like... Alton's crazy. Like Alton is so weird. Athletically, I mean. Yeah. 
he also is crazy in yes. life. He's yeah. a weird dude for sure. But yeah, like he's a, like a rock climber, isn't he? So he's he, a like, rock he, climber. He's very strong in weird ways. His early seasons, like I don't, I don't have the stats like Trump. I just remember him dominating everything. Yeah, like, he was just the. There ultimate was some athlete. elimination that was a climb. And yeah, and he, he just destroyed. did it in three seconds. Alton, four seasons, three finals, only one win, um, five and one in eliminations. Jenna, conversely, eight seasons, three finals as well. No wins, a second place and two third place finishes. Jenna, pretty stellar six and three elimination record. Jenna always played such a perfect game of like, um, like being under the radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because everyone was like, well, Jenna can't do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, she's an idiot. But then idiot. she always <laughs> made it, it. She is a little bit of an idiot, but like, <laughs> she always made it far yeah. and like, always like kind of surprised with her um athletic ability and yes. like her ability honestly her ability athlete. to like do puzzles sometimes and stuff you're like mm-hmm. oh wow because like the whole narrative around her is she can't do puzzles or anything yeah. like that yeah. every once in a while though she would like solve something or whatever so she always kind of like snuck her way into like the end of the game you know i think. think we're all taking jenna over alton then yeah yeah uh okay the 19 seated evan versus the 46 seated tina a couple little shitsters these two uh but give me evan he's a better talking head give me evan for sure evan is Equal to Kenny in talking shit. Like, he is so fucking funny. He's got that dry Canadian wit. Yeah, I mean, he is Devin. He's, like, Devin is riding on the coattails of Evan. Here is a tough matchup for us. Because I know that your clock right now probably says it's Tony time. (laughs) It's the 14-seeded Nani versus the 51-seeded Tony Reigns. You know what? I'll say this. These are two legends. Legends. No matter how many times Tony has announced his Tony time, not once has he been right about the time. I love Tony. Tony, like, he grew on me. Right. Oh, for sure. But it's never Tony time. I also don't really like Nani. I feel like at this point, my feelings about them have flipped. Hmm. I'll take Tony. It's Tony's time right now for this matchup. I'll, I, say. I'll say this. I love Nani. I've loved Nani. She was on, you know, Real Vegas. World Vegas, which is a, a season we watched. I've never been more disappointed in Nani. And I've been disappointed in Nani many times over the years. I've never been more disappointed in Nani than I have with the fact that she's dating Casey. Mm. She is just so frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Through her whole career. Yeah. It's just like, she always comes up short. She always, but it's always like she makes a decision that leads to her downfall. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always like, what are you doing, Nani? Because I do love her. I love Nani, but she's dumb. Here's the difference between Nani and Tony. Both of them got in huge fights with Camilla at one point in their careers. So I guess what I'm saying is they're not different at all. (laughs) I'm taking Nani. So, Nia, you're taking Tony. I'm taking Nani. Bryce, uh, yes, what do you think? Yes, I'm taking Tony. It's Tony time. This is a real tough one. Here's the thing. The winner of this is going up against Evan, and I just don't think... Yeah, he, it doesn't matter. They're yeah. both losing to Evan, but I think I would probably pick... I think I'd probably pick Nani, but I I could pick either. I could pick either. Uh, up next, we have Darrell versus Cara Zavaleta, which Darrell will definitely win. I don't um, even know who that is, so... Cara was basically running mates with Susie. Oh. And... Kara has Kara was basically on team seasons, you know what I mean? And then she did Playboy. And that's kind of her whole career. Uh, so we're all taking Darrell. Darrell, the legend. Uh, speaking of legends, Sarah Rice versus Cyrus. I always kind of hated Sarah. 
Get out of my house. Everyone likes Sarah, but I always found her annoying and pretentious. No. I'll say this. No. Wrong. <laughs> I think the best argument for your case is when, um, what season was it? Season 26, Rivals 2 or 3. It was whatever season Johnny, Johnny and Which? Vince were bullying. Oh, yeah, it was Rivals 3, right before she got the money taken. They were bullying Cheyenne. And Sarah... She's got kids. Sarah was basically sitting back and letting it happen. Yeah. And Devin was called her out and was like, Sarah, you do all this kumbaya shit. But Devin, now Sarah, but now Sarah, accepted by Johnny and Vince, who she thinks are the cool kids, in that moment, she didn't do anything. She didn't do what was right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I see what... And she never has. She's always been with the cool kids, but then always acts like she's not. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I would definitely vote for her over Cyrus. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Sarah, uh... Nine seasons. Five finals. Uh, okay, here's a tough matchup of a couple of absolute beef boys. Mark Long versus Nelson Thomas. Oh, oh. come on. So beefy, both these guys. Dude, Nelson looking absolutely beefy in the yeah. new season. Like, that boy is huge. Him and Corey both, dude, are huge. Nelson, uh, Nelson, up until season 35, held an elimination record of 8-2-1. and one. Him and Darrell have the only draw in the history of eliminations um, because Darrell was brought in as a mercenary. Mm. And they just were like, okay, that's enough. You guys, Nelson, you can stay in the game. Um, his last three eliminations, he's two and one. Uh, or one and two, excuse me. So his elimination record now is nine, four, and one. But that's still 64% winning percentage in eliminations, which is one of the best of all time, is Nelson. He's been on eight seasons. He's only made one final. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. It's Mark. I okay. Nelson is so dumb in the first <laughs> so ep- dumb. in the first episode of this season, Nelson chained to the cinder blocks, okay? <gasps> and then he's in the confessional and he goes, I'm standing there and I start to notice there's like letters and numbers with different colors and I go, I'll probably need to know that later on. And Trent and I both looked at each other and tapped our heads and went, good thinking, Nelson. Fast forward to Nelson screaming at the safe, come on! Idiot. So, and then, so, I don't know. I love Nelson. He can't, like, he he can't help himself, you know? He gets in his own way because he's so stupid. He's so dumb. But, like, I I will be voting for Mark because Mark Long is my favorite robot of all time. uh, Mark Long, the reason that Challenge All-Stars exists, and Challenge All-Stars was phenomenal. We loved it. genius, hottie. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, Okay, the final matchup of the opening round of the whole tournament, Derek Kaczynski versus (laughs) Beth. Let's not even talk about Beth. Yeah, I mean, it's Derek. (laughs) Okay, that gives us Derek versus Mark. This is a true battle of OGs here, Derek and Mark. Oh, I, love I mean, both Derek of them. is the David Beam of the challenge. Just so fucking scrappy. Yeah. And like, he's, I mean, he's got to be what, 5'6, five, 5'7? Five, oh, yeah. yeah. He's tiny. But. He's nine and four elimination record. Yeah, I'll take him in any elimination. I mean, it could be Hall Brawl against fucking Fessy, mm-hmm. and I'm taking Derek. I think I'm going to take Derek over Daddy Long. I think I would too. I mean, Derek is an absolute. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a sports comparable Derek, Derek to Derek. Is the, there's, Derek is the sixth seed. Okay, so are you taking Derek or are you taking Mark? I'm taking Derek. Derek. Uh, so then the matchup is Sarah Rice, who's great, versus Darrell, who's better. Is Darrell. Yeah. Darrell, nine seasons. Four wins. Tied for second most of all time. 
including he's also got a chance versus Stars win. Darrell won his first four seasons. Hasn't won since, but he won his first four seasons, which no one has done ever. Consecutively winning four seasons. He's also like 52 years old and looks like he's 29. Yeah. I know, and Mark's like always complaining about how he's 50. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Mark. <laughs> Darrell's been 60 for Darrell five years. Darrell just won and he's 50. <laughs> so, it's a tough break for Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Darrell versus Derek. Derek. That, this might be the Whoa. toughest of Whoa. them all. Derek. You want me to throw some stats your way? Yes. Okay, Darrell elimination. Six... Three and one. Derek elimination. Nine and four. Derek, 41 of 106 challenges. Uh, 36 win winning percentage on dailies. Darrell, 36 of 86 for a 42% win on dailies. Darrell, nine seasons, four wins, four finals. Uh, Derek, ten seasons, three wins, five finals. I mean, they're basically the same fucking guy. Okay, we need someone to face. Uh, we need someone to face off with Evan, and that's going to be the winner of Jenna, who we all love, versus Car Maria. Oh, it's Jenna. I hate Car Maria. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> let's think, have our let's have our let's have our Car Maria discussion. Car Maria, in the ways that I was disappointed in Nani for like dating Casey or whatever, it's like fake. I am. So disappointed in Car Maria. Yeah. And just her arc. Because I thought she grew so much being on the challenge. She basically threw it all away for not Polly, but rewatching this, she threw away her whole girl power attitude for Kyle. For Kyle. For this fucking pirate. She won the only season up to that point that was one winner, and it was her. It was her second win. Like, she was such a good role model for people. And she just fucking threw it all away for these two idiots. She got a big head. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, for whatever reason, was abs felt absolutely scorned by Kyle, which I think was naive of her. Very. Um, of course. But, you know, in the words of Nicole Z, Laurel looks great. Kara looks better. <laughs> um, I'm taking Kara over Jenna. I hate to do it, but I got it. Even though agree. I love Jenna. I mean, she just ruined every friendship she made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That she had to work really hard for because, for whatever reason, she came in and no one liked her. Yeah, to mm -hmm. be fair, Laurel arguably ruined their relationship. But Yeah, but I mean... I know what you Laurel mean. Laurel looks yeah. good, Carl looks bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm taking Carl over Jenna, too, and I'm probably taking Carl over Evan. No. I'm taking Kara. I take Jenna over Kara, and I take Evan over Kara. Oh my god, taking <sighs> Jenna over Kara. I love Jenna. I call Zach, and he's like, talking to another girl. <laughs> That's a really good Jenna. <laughs> okay, so are we taking, so we got Darrell versus Kara or um, Evan or Jenna. So who are you taking then, Evan or Jenna? Evan. Okay, so Darrell or Evan, or Darrell or Kara for us? Kara. I gotta go Kara too. I think it doesn't matter, because I think Darrell over all of them. Okay, really? Good. Okay. So then Bryce has CT versus Darrell, and Nia and I have CT versus Kara. But first... Boston Strong. But first, we'll circle back to the left side of the bracket. The final four, we have Johnny Bananas versus Wes, and CT versus either Kara Maria or Darrell, depending on who you are at this table right now. This is JB versus CT, and it's going to CT. There I think go. it's... I think you gotta go Bananas over Wes, and I think CT over any of the other options. This is JB versus CT, and it's going to CT. I think this is yeah. CT's this is CT's bracket to lose. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he got lucky because Kenny's on Banana's side of the bracket. So he doesn't have to worry about... Like, CT really has no competition on it. There's Wes, Johnny, and Kenny on this side of the yeah. bracket. Like, CT's yeah. got it made on his side. So definitely his to lose. Um, yeah, but what about Darrell? You just gave a huge speech about how much I, I love, love Darrell, Darrell, but it's obviously CT. Okay, yeah. cool. Obviously. Okay. We're picking CT. We all think it's CT then. The official challenger. Oh, okay, so here's what you can do to vote. Voting, opening round, will be uh, Monday, August 16th. Second round voting will be open on August 17th, Tuesday. Third round voting will be open on Wednesday, August 18th. Quarterfinal voting will be Thursday, August 19th. Semifinal voting will be Friday, August 20th. And finals voting will be Saturday, August 21st. And then we will reveal the winner to you on a brand new episode of the podcast on Monday, August 23rd. If you are interested in voting, which I hope that you are, you can visit uh, thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod where you have a vote now button. You can click on that. Um, also, the voting should be linked in the show notes or you can follow us at the Tourney Pod across all social media where we post a link to vote um, always. If you go to the vote center, um, that will update the voting daily. Um, if you follow us on social, we also do yeah. the voting daily. So like Trent says sometimes, if you bookmark the vote center, yeah. then you'll always know where to vote. Yeah, just bookmark the vote center and then you can vote every day because the poll gets updated daily. Uh, that's it. Nia, anything else? I got nothing. Bryce, anything else? Um, thanks nope. for having me, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can catch me at open mics every like two and a half months. Uh, I got to build up the courage after the bomb from the previous one. So... <laughs> That's why it takes two and a half months. Uh, but you know uh, what, Bryce? You can continue, and that's a matter. I can, can continue. continue. I can continue. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on this journey called Tourney. And remember, may, may the, the thing with the, the most votes win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the Tourney Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Friday to hear a very special challenge-related bonus episode.